I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez the Best. Today is Tuesday, July 5, 2022. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. It's a Tuesday, JC. What are you doing, man? Remember when I used to release twice a week? On this podcast, back when life was normal and there was no COVID-19 that could get you. Well, uh, the reason I'm releasing today is because I got a pretty nice message sorry, from a listener. And also, this Friday, friends, I am going to Enchanted Kingdom. It's going to be my first time there. So, I don't know if I'm going to be able to record and release an episode this Friday. So, I figured I might as well just uh, record today. So at least I get something out, and I'm gonna answer the question of one of the one of the listeners' of this podcast who actually messaged me on my personal Instagram. Even though I keep saying message me on the podcast Instagram, but I'm glad that I caught this one. Thank you so much. Uh, I don't know if you want to remain anonymous, but their name. No, I'm not even gonna say their name. I'm just gonna initial C B, I guess C B, who asked me a few questions. So I'm gonna I'm gonna answer their questions in a bit. But remember, if you want to message me, uh, message me on the podcast Instagram, which is Tevez of the Best, just so I don't miss it because I get so many um, messages from people who do, I don't follow or who I don't know, and sometimes I miss it. So I just want to make sure I don't miss it. It's not a it's not like a a pretentious thing. I hope. <laughs> all right. So first of all, let me talk about what happened uh, today. I actually went to go. I biked in the rain. My goodness, that was a, it was a fun experience, but also, you know, it's kind of dangerous. But it, it just, the rain was like splashing down on me. Felt so, I felt so sexy because my, you know, my shirt was wet. And I always, it's one of my life goals to have uh, a shirt where when it, it's wet, you can see the muscles through your shirt. It's never happened in my life. But you remember that scene in Thor when he's in the rain and he's trying to pull out his hammer and he can't pull it out and he's just fucking, he's soaked. And he's wearing, I think, I'm pretty sure I remember, he's wearing like a white t-shirt. Or must I, he's wearing a t-shirt, but you can see like the curvatures of his his abs and his his shoulders and whatever through his shirt. Ah, that's what it feels like when you're in the rain. You always feel sexier doing shit in the rain. Uh, if you're if you're like okay getting wet. Because yeah, at that point when I was biking, I was like, I had already gotten wet from head to toe. I was like, I just had to embrace it. Because it sucks getting wet when you're trying to stay dry. You know what I mean? Right, like let's say you're you're just walking to the mall or walking somewhere, and then it starts to rain. You're like, "Fuck!" But if you just full on absorb it, you're like, "All right, let me have it." And it actually feels kind of freeing. So I I biked to BGC because I went to go meet uh, with my Ninong, and uh, we had a very nice meal. Uh, my first time to try a Italian place. Well, it was ordered, so it wasn't actually at the restaurant, but it's this place called Amano. A Space M A N O, and I looked it up later. It's a little bit pricey, huh? It's an Italian restaurant. Uh, we had their pizza. I forgot what kind of pizza it was. I looked it up. It's 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 like eight hundred pesos. It's pretty expensive. Uh, it's a thin crust pizza. had It had like prosciutto, I think, on it. It was good. But what I really want to highlight is the um, 
the gelato that they had. So I had to look it up because this is what I really would recommend there. It's it it had sea salt and olive oil on it. Mmm. Mmm. It was just gelato. So I, I think when you ordered, because I checked their menu on Zomato, and you order the gelato and then you order the toppings, and each topping is fifty pesos each. So the gelato soft serve is one hundred ninety pesos per cup. And then the toppings are 50 pesos each. So the olive oil and sea salt counts as one topping. So doing the math, that would be 240 for a cup of gelato with olive oil and sea salt. There are other toppings, which I didn't have, were honeycomb and balsamic and strawberries, which also sounds kind of nice. But man, olive oil, I've never had that olive oil on gelato. So fantastic. So that was, that was great. And then I, so before I, and just to kind of rewind a little bit before I went to go, to my Ninong, since I got so wet uh, in the rain, I stopped by Uptown Mall and I went to the the Japan Home Center and I bought a raincoat. It's like 80 pesos and uh, a bike cover. And I stopped by Uniqlo. <laughs> and I never buy clothes, right? You guys know this. I never buy clothes unless it's for a gig. But there was a shirt that I've been wanting to buy for a while. It's a Mickey Mouse shirt. It's a cool Mickey Mouse shirt uh, where Mickey Mouse is, you know, the classic Mickey Mouse design where he's he's got i think he's got his hands behind his back and he's his foot one of his feet is up or whatever but he's wearing uh he's wearing shades i've always wanted it i've been looking at it for a while but i just i figured since i need to buy a shirt because i didn't want to meet my ninong looking like a uh, uh, (laughs) i don't i don't even know like a wet a wet dog i i bought the shirt it's like 790 pesos so that was nice and yeah so that 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 was my day today okay i was supposed to go gym after meeting up with him but I had eaten like pretty much the whole pizza and and the gelato, so I was like, "Fuck, I'm just gonna go home and veg out." And here I am at home now, recording this podcast. Uh, before I answer the question uh, sent to me by the loyal listener, uh, let me recommend a few things that I watched this week. So, have you guys ever watched Beavis and Butthead? I don't know if it's before your time. It's actually even a little bit before my time because the the TV show Beavis and Butthead is an animated show. <laughs> Created by Mike Judge. So Mike Judge, he's the guy behind King of the Hill. And what else has Mike Judge done? Let me see. Mike Judge. Just want to make sure. Mike Judge created King of the Hill. Uh, He also wrote and directed Office Space Idiocracy, which is okay. And yeah, so I watched the the latest Beavis and Butthead movie. Hey, Beavis. (laughs) That's what they sound like. Hey, Beavis. (laughs) We're going to score. Beavis and Butthead, the new one is called Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe. So it's an acquired taste, I think. I found it so funny. It's probably one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. But I can understand why Beavis and Butthead, the characters themselves, might not be for everyone. Because they're so stupid. Like, they're so dumb. Like, that's the whole premise of the original cartoon show, which came out in, like, 1990, like, 3 or 4 or whatever. Um, so it was originally a TV series. It was on MTV. And then they even had like different spinoffs. But the, I don't know how many seasons it ran. And then they made a movie, Beavis and Butthead, uh, Do America. That came out, I think, in like 1996. I watched it in high school when I was, you know, like it was already, it had been out for 10 years already or whatever when I watched it. So I watched a little bit of the show before, but I never watched it all the way through. But you have to, Either if you love if you like the characters, then you're gonna love the latest movie. But if if you watch them for five minutes and you can't stand it, you're gonna hate it. 
But Beavis and Butthead do the universe was so, so, so funny. It's so funny. It came out, uh, well, I actually didn't know it came out till Paeng told me. Uh, so Paeng told me that Beavis and Butthead was getting rave reviews. It came out June 23 of this year. So I just watched it a couple days ago. So good. So good. And because of that, I actually rewatched Beavis and Butthead do America, which I haven't seen in like 15 years now. So if you wanna, if you want something funny, and if you're a fan of the characters, or if you're not a fan of the characters, if you haven't seen it yet, watch it for maybe the first 10, 15 minutes, and if they don't rub you the wrong way, you will love it. So the premise of the show, or of this movie, the latest movie, is that they go into space and then they go into like an alternate timeline or a wormhole that brings them into the future. Because their their characters are still set in the 90s. And then it's just all a, bun- a bunch of shenanigans of how they deal with like uh, experiencing things that are now in 2020. So they, they touch on white privilege. Not that white privilege didn't exist before, but there's like a whole joke about how white privilege is more prevalent now and how it's being addressed by people. I forgot what else. They uh, iPhone, like, or not iPhone, but phones, like, paying for shit with your phone. Things they didn't have in the 90s. Good movie. Good, good movie. Highly recommend if you're a fan of Beavis and Butthead. Um, and, you know, just think, actually, doing the math on how long it's been since high school, I had this little revelation recently where I was like, oh, my goodness, next year, believe it or not, will be 10 years that I am out of college. And it kind of blew my mind because I don't know where the time went, right? I, I don't know if some of you have graduated from college. Maybe some of you are still in college. Maybe some of you never finished college or never went. Uh, it's okay if you didn't. But for those of you who did graduate college, I have a question for you. Are you satisfied with where you are in life? And depending, I mean, I don't know how long you've been out of college, but if you've been out of college for 10 years plus, can you let me know? If you are like satisfied with where you are in life, <laughs> because I was just like, oh my God, 10 years ago, I graduated from university and I don't know what the hell happened the last 10 years. I can't really, I like, I, I was kind of mind blown because I, I feel like it's only been six years since I graduated from college, five or six, but it's been almost 10. So you know how you have a 10 year reunion after high school? I could potentially have a 10-year reunion with... Do they do that for university? I don't think so, right? Maybe if you have a close grip group knit of friends. I never really had that in college because I didn't really care about people in college. I didn't want to make friends. I just wanted to finish. <laughs> but dude, 10 years, man. <sighs> anyway, let me know, okay? Because I, I just feel like, what the fuck what have I been doing for 10 years? I don't know. Uh, and another thing I've been watching before I move on to the, the questions from um, CB is this show. So my cousin sent me an Instagram video of an Instagram profile. And this might not be for everyone. It's actually, it's, I think this is also an acquired taste. And it's also, I would call it controversial. Um, so there there used to be this show. I don't know if it's still going, uh, but it was hosted by Chris Hansen. It's, uh, let me look it up. It's called To Catch a Predator, right? Uh, it's a sh- it was a show on Dateline NBC. Yeah, so it didn't. It, it ran from 2004 to 2007, according to Wikipedia. So if you go to YouTube, you can look up clips of To Catch a Predator. And what they do 
is they they catch like child predators, like guys, mostly usually guys. I think I don't know if they ever had a female um, perpetrator, but it was it was male, um, you know, uh, sex offenders, I guess, whatever you want to call them, and how they were communicating with children. And at the end of the episode, they would show the the host Chris Hansen up uh, confronting the the the, the predator guy, uh, and it, it it made for some. I mean, it's a, I know it's a very serious matter, but a lot of the the draw of the show was seeing the predator get caught because you know they're like, holy shit, I'm caught red-handed. So that that's the sh- that's the kind of the my history with watching this these kind of shows. So I got a I got a message from my cousin who sent me a profile called People versus Preds. Uh People v Preds. Uh so let me spell it out for you in case you want to check it out. P E O P L E the letter V and then P R E D S, okay? So People v Preds. Uh this one hits a little closer to home because this guy, whoever this guy is who runs this account, who makes the YouTube videos, because he, he has Instagram clips, but he has full videos on YouTube, is from San Diego, where I, where I went to high school and, or sorry, where I went to college. I, was, I lived in San Diego for maybe five, six years. And it's kind of, it's crazy because I see some of the places in the background where I, I go. Uh, so I guess that's, that's kind of one of the main things that drew me to it. But, it's just, it's so unbelievable how these, these, uh, child sex, I don't even know what the term, cause I don't want to mislabel them. You know, they're, they're basically guys who were, they met, uh, so the, the guy behind the channel create, it has like a fake, uh, dummy catfish grinder account and he matches with these older people and then he kind of catfishes them. Uh, by, or at least tries to, tries to trap them. I don't know if that's the word entrapment. I don't know if that's the right term. And he pretends to be a 14, 15, 16 year old boy, right? Basically underage because the legal age of consent in, I think in California is 18. And then sees if the, these guys that they, he matches with on Grinder continue the conversation. Because if you ever match with someone who's 14, 15, 16, or even if you didn't know they were that age, but once they tell you they're 14, 15, 16, as an adult, right, immediately you gotta block that number. You know, I, I don't think, I mean, you wouldn't, you shouldn't even reply, right? In my opinion. Uh, I mean, could you have clean motives? I mean, possibly. Like if you just chat with them and you don't do anything sexual, is it illegal? No, but it's still a little bit weird. So that's the premise. This guy, he doesn't reveal who he is. Makes a grinder account, matches with with guys, old, you know, guys of legal age, and if you see the the page, it's just a whole spectrum of people. There's white dudes, Mexican dudes, Asian dudes, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, black guys, and they they're all ages too. Some are as old as 60, 50, 40, 50, 60. There are like twenty year olds, twenty five year olds. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. And, and you see the confrontations. Uh, it's nothing like to catch a predator in terms of the calmness and civility of it all. This guy, the people versus preds guy, he's pretty, uh, he's pretty vicious. Like he's pretty aggressive. He never touches them. 
he always goes up to them with recording and he says, I'm recording for my own safety so that you don't touch me and I don't touch you. But he, he like starts he starts yelling at them in public and he, trying to humiliate them, especially if they don't want to talk to him or they try to walk away. He starts yelling, this guy came here to meet up for sex with a 14-year-old boy. And he keeps yelling it and, and people, you know, obviously people start looking and they start getting more. I don't know. Something about it is just I can't take my eyes off it. It's like watching a, a, a train crash or a car crash. You know, you watch those videos of car crashes on the freeway or Saedsa or wherever. And you know it's horrible to watch, but you just keep rewinding it. That's that's what I, I – it makes for great biking because I told you I bought a stationary bike. I just I, – I burn through these videos because you just see them squirm. Something about it, seeing them squirm. Now, I don't completely agree with the guy who does the video, like the guy behind it, how he approaches it. I think he's a little too uh, – I don't know if it's a little too aggressive because what he's doing is 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 good work, I think, you know, like to catch these people who have possibly already uh, had relations with minors in the past and also, you know, who maybe I don't know if they've sexually abused uh, these minors. I, I mean, I guess it still counts, right? Is it sexual abuse? But if if what if there's my question is if they're younger than 18, but they consent, is it abuse? It's just. It's illegal still, right? But is it abuse? I don't know what they would be charged with. Uh, but as I digress, it's just, it's, it's so, there are some, there's, there's one video. Look it up. Uh, num, cause he numbers the, the videos. It's number 100. Fuck, it's this Asian guy. And he is like zonked out of his mind. He's high on drugs and he's in the supermarket. He's in the grocery store. And when the guy approaches him, he has a weird voice like, I'm here to buy some fiber medicine because I need to poop. I need to poop. It's crazy. It's such a crazy video. You guys got to see it. Uh, I, I don't know the number, but you, you got to find it. It's pretty, it's pretty insane. So yeah, it leads me to wonder because you, in some videos, you see the aftermath. Uh, so sometimes the, the perpetrators actually, the police actually come and take away the perpetrator. But sometimes you don't see what ends up happening to them. And I don't, and it, it makes you curious about the laws on, uh, like that kind of thing. Is having, if you don't actually do it, like if you, let's say, cause he was, in an essence, this guy was catfishing these people. So can they still be held liable for a crime? Cause there was intent. And then when they, but the thing is, it wasn't a, a real 14 year old, right? I'm not defending the, the predators here or whatever. I'm just, I wonder if, these video, I mean, these videos are like social justice or what do you call it? Like being vigilanteism. You know, it's not necessarily the right way to go about things. But also at the same time, if he, if this guy never did this, like if he didn't catfish these people, then they may never have been caught for uh, their crime or, I mean, crime, I guess, if it's charged, but they would never have been caught. It's so, it's just, uh, it's, and then at the end of each video, at least lately, cause the old, the newer, the older videos, the, the editor puts like the text messages throughout the video. But in the, in the more recent videos, if you just want to fast forward to the end, you can see the text message exchange between the guy who's caught and the catfish conversation. And it's fucking so raunchy, man. 
the the messages are just so like, oh my god, I can't believe this weird fifty year old dude is sending this to what he thinks is a fourteen year old boy. <laughs> it's fucking raunchy. I kid you not, friends. It is just like it'll make you be like it'll make you question like dirty talk in general. You're like, oh my god, what a perv. <laughs> People versus preds. Oh, what a what a thing to discover. Like I really, it was it was such a it was. I mean, I don't. I mean, it's it's not like I want to show this off to the world. Like you have to watch it. But if it's up your alley, it it just it's hard to not watch. Yeah, so look it up. If you want something more, because this guy's a little aggressive, like I said. If you want something more calm, but along the same route, go look up some clips of To Catch a Predator, uh, Dateline NBC. Uh, it's it's the same thing, just more formal. Because this is very vigilante, Batman-style, uh, citizens arrest-esque kind of thing. Okay? So, how far are we into the podcast? Have I been recording? Oh, thank God. So, there's one time, guys, I did a podcast and I realized, cause I, I minimized the window, cause I was looking up shit on Google when I was talking, and I realized that my, my shit wasn't recording. So, thank God it's been recording. 20, 20, almost 21 minutes in. Let's, uh, let's read this message from CB. So, CB says, Hi, JC, just want to let you know I always listen to your podcast. I always get this surge of excitement when you post on your personal podcast, as well as on Hala Hala Show. Thank you so much. Uh, can you share some things that are cooler before, but ruined now because too many people are doing it now? Uh, so that's the first question. So let me answer that. Uh, but let me just read the rest of the message first. And then also just a suggestion. What do you think is the best way to meet other people? So there's two questions today. And I know you reply to your followers because you always say you do that on your pod. More power to you. And fuck that person who angered you because of the so-called rudeness that I did. It wasn't actually rudeness. They said they didn't like my vibe. (laughs) So I loathe them. Okay, you loathe them. Uh, Yes, I loathe them too. (laughs) All right, to answer your question, CB, things I think are cooler that are things that are cooler before they were ruined by people, too many people doing it. Oh man, that's a that's a tough one. I mean, for me, I think it's just there is a when trends happen here, uh, the more they the more saturated it gets, the the less like you want it. Maybe the thing that immediately came to mind was salted egg <laughs> and and uh, pearls or uh, what do you call it? Milk tea with the pearls. So salted. Let me start with salted egg because remember. In, it was like 2016, and then Irving's salted egg chips was like all the rage. And at the time, I, I mean, I didn't really go around actively looking, but I never saw any salted egg anything uh, until the Irving's thing kind of blew up. So people started buying it from Singapore, and it was limited in quantity. You could only buy two or three. And then they brought Irving's here, and there was a huge line for it. And now no one lines up for that shit at Mega Mall, right? You can get it at any time, no problem. Uh, and then more alternatives came in, more local versions. So I guess that's why people stopped buying Irving's, because you can find like a half-price, uh, similarly pri- uh, similarly taste- similar-tasting product for half the price. And same amount, you know, same quality, you know. Uh, and they even have like store bought chips, Yumamura, the cheap ones that you can get 
you know, chichiria or whatever from 7-Eleven that are salted egg flavor. And I think because of that, like because everyone jumped on the the salted egg trend, like there's no more, I don't know. I don't know. Is it is it bad? Like they have salted egg wings and whatever. Did it get ruined? I don't know. See, that's the thing that it came into my mind because I was like really – I was all about salted egg shit before. But now it's just like whatever. So <laughs> I don't know if I ruined it for myself. I mean it's not really ruined if you still enjoy it. It's good for people who love salted egg. And the same thing with, with per- milk tea. I don't know why. Uh, milk tea has been around for a while. But for whatever reason, here in the Philippines, because in the States it's a little bit different. Uh, they call it boba there. Boba was kind of around for a while already. But here, there was a time when when a new milk tea shop would come into town. There would just be lines upon lines upon lines. Every time a new brand came out. Like, remember when Tiger Sugar came out and, and the High Street branch, the line, like, extended all the way to the fucking other side? Tiger Sugar. Now you can get it at Galleria, like, here across from me, Robinson's Galleria. Like, no line. Like, there's, I never see anyone buying from them. So maybe that's an example? I don't know. Um, because in reality, for me, I'm not like a gatekeeper of shit. So, you know, when people start watching a show that maybe I started watching way before, like a, a popular example of that is, so my co-DJ Alvin before, he was watching uh, La Casa de Papel when it first came out. La Casa de Papel. Now, I'm sure most of you have seen that, but you're like, what the fuck is La Casa de Papel? I haven't seen that. Well, guess what? They renamed it to Money Heist. Did you watch Money Heist? Have you seen it? Maybe at least even one episode. I'm sure you have. But before it was called Money Heist, it was called La Casa de Papel, and it's been on Netflix way before it started topping the charts. So I don't know if rebranding it to Money Heist kind of brought it into prominence. So I've never really been... um a gatekeeper of that shit. Like, so if I watched, let's say, I mean, I never, I got into the first season of, of Money Heist and I fucking hated after they, you know, a little spoiler here. I haven't watched the Korean one, by the way, but the, the, the Spanish one, after they finished the first heist and they got away, then the season when they, you know, the next season and they're all, you know, they're all free. They got their money and fucking Rio, right? That's his name. The one who's dating Tokyo. Right, Rio decides to fucking make a booty call. I don't know what he does. He he calls on a phone and then he gets captured. And their plan is to fucking go and steal again to get him out. What a ridiculous plot point! First of all, I hated the character of Rio in the first you know season, the first season or is it two seasons where the the first heist? I think it's two seasons, right? I fucking hated his character. So the fact that they made a whole plot point of creating a new heist to, to get him out after his stupidity was so ridiculous to me that I refused to watch it anymore. I, I, I was like, this is so fucking stupid. Why are you risking your freedom? Because some of them, I understand the loyalty to, to Rio, like Tokyo, right? Because that's her boyfriend. And I guess Professor, I don't know. Uh, maybe he felt responsible. I'm not sure. But like Denver who has a new girlfriend and they have that baby that they're taking care of, they're like, yeah, we signing up for this. Yeah, this guy who we almost got us killed a few times in the first heist. Yeah, let's risk our freedom and our money 
to go help him out. So ridiculous. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. All right. Sorry, I got off track there. So back to what I was saying. <laughs> I, I don't gatekeep people who end up jumping on a trend too late. So to answer your question, CV, I really can't think of anything that is ruined because too many people are doing it. Unless you're talking, maybe the closest um, thing that I can think of right now that's relevant outside of food is maybe social media trends. Uh, because I'm sure your ears are, are just so sick of, I see you looking at my P-I-C and ka-ding, ka-ding, ka-ding. I hear that all the time. What's the other one that I hear? I'm running up the hill. I'm running up the hill. Oh, by the way, I finished Stranger Things. I'm not going to talk about it on this podcast. I might share my thoughts on Halo Halo show, but I actually enjoyed the, the, the season finale. A lot of people didn't like it and I know why. And I also kind of agree with them on some points. Um, but I'll share my thoughts on that on Halala Show. So yeah, so that's, I think that's the thing to answer that question. When the trend on, on social media, especially music, gets outplayed, right? <laughs> By the way, the funniest video I've seen this week is from, um, Kabbala, uh, I always say that fucking wrong. Kabulastugan reposted it on, uh, on their page. It's a remix of Taylor Swift's We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together and the Bona Kid 3 Plus. Oh, you know what? Let me just fucking play you because it's, it's not that long. It's so funny. You guys have to hear this shit, man. He's so funny. Hold on. Here we go. Shit is so funny, man. That shit is so funny. All right. Let me answer uh, CB's other question. Uh, asking for a suggestion. What do you think is the best way to meet other people? Uh, are you talking about like platonic? Because if you're talking about like online dating, or I'm sorry, if you're talking about dating, number one, 100% online dating is the way to go. I saw a graphic on Reddit um, a couple, maybe like just earlier today about the trends of how people nowadays have met uh, their partners versus, you know, a decade ago, two decades ago. And you can see that the the numbers, like online dating is far above everything else now. Like before, like early days, it was church, school. And then in like the 90s to 2000s, it was at a bar. And then through friends has kind of always been there, but has kind of taken a dip lately. But online dating is head and shoulders above everything else. So if your question is relevant to meeting people online, it's, it's definitely, you know, Tinder or, or Bumble or Grindr, uh, depending on, you know, what your demographic is or what market. Cause Grindr is mostly for, uh, I don't know. Is, do lesbians use Grindr? Can you guys let me know? Cause I know Grindr has that, you know, it's for gay guys. Right, I've never used Grinder, but I I'm pretty sure most it, it's mostly gay guys on Grinder. Am I wrong? Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, am I being am I being uh what do you call it? Am I being uh, judgmental here? No, right? Grinder it's associated with with gay people. Uh, but Tinder and Bumble you can usually it's it, Tinder is like the OG, right? Um, so I don't know. But that's, that's my answer for that. But if you're talking about the best way to meet people nowadays, especially with, with, let's just pretend pandemic doesn't exist. For me, it's gotta be through hobbies. 
or through work. Because it depends on your age. School was okay as well. Basically, anywhere where you have to spend time on, a, I would say, a weekly basis doing something with the same people. Because it's so impossible to, like, meet friends, platonic friends, just going out. Like, it's fucking hard. I know some people, I know some social butterflies that go to bars all the time and somehow, somehow develops friendships from that. I, I don't think I've ever had a developed friendship. Like, I've had acquaintances who I've met at, at bars, you know, going out with my friends and my cousins and my family in the past. And I've met people at bars and whatever who become my friends, but not like really good friends. For me, my best friend, so let me break it down like this. <clears throat> my best, my best friends during high school were my friends in high school or were people I met in high school. My best friends in college were people that I worked with, right? Not, I told you earlier, I didn't really make friends in college because I didn't care, but I worked a job. I worked at a movie theater. And it was mostly kids, guys and girls my age. And we all had the shared hate for rude customers. Basically stuff that you could bond over. That's why I said hobbies earlier as well. So you have to kind of gel or vibe on something. So I've been seeing a lot of my friends here who... Uh, like So for example, Rika, right? Rika. She uh, has met so many people in the biking community. Uh, even her boyfriend right now is from the boy, uh, from the bike she met through the biking community but she had to put herself out there and actually start finding a hobby that she liked i don't actually i don't know the whole backstory behind like how she got into biking like the whole biking shit i don't even know where, i don't even know where you start but she had a friend who had a, who a friend who was a biker so i guess she just started joining bike rides and whatever and look she has so many fucking like, it's so incredibly impressive how many fucking bike friends she has. So she took me one time. We biked one time ever, Rika and I. And she took me to this, you know, biker guy's house. And there were like 20 people there, 15 people there. And they all knew each other. And some people, like, just met for the first time. But something about that community, they just, you know, they just start, you know, being friends with one another. So I think that's really the best way. You have to find something where you can meet up and do something that you all can, that you all like, like doing. That you can talk about later. Share your passion. Uh, it's like BTS, right? Army. If you're a BTS army, if you meet someone who's an army, I'm sure you will fucking talk forever about BTS. And that's great. Me, uh, I, I mean, I keep kind of close, keep it close to the chest here. I don't really make friends with a lot of people, but my closest friends here have also been through, uh, either work, meaning, at the radio station or so for example i have really good friends uh that i've met through food so reese and mart of uh, the foodie station and i met a lot of foodie peeps there i've met people at events who have become my friends i've met people in commercials tv commercials that by the way i just uh re i just posted on on my personal social media i had a six-year facebook memory about my first ever tv commercial it's a sky flakes commercial i posted a video on tiktok if you want to check it out in case you listen to this and it's already gone from my IG stories and whatnot. So yeah, that, I think that's the best way, CB, to answer your question. How do you meet people? You have to find something that you love to do and or at least something that you can bond over. So if you're working already and somehow you don't like any of your coworkers, which is fine, then maybe if you have spare time, try to find uh, a group of something that you enjoy doing that maybe, hopefully, I mean, pandemic is still kind of fucking things, plans and shit over. 
But maybe first you could start with online, like an online FB group or something. Develop connections there. And uh, just take it from there. All right? Wow, this is a rather long and well-thought-out podcast, especially I didn't have any notes. 35 minutes in. I think that's going to call it. So on Friday, uh, I apologize. I don't think I'll be able to upload, but at least I'll have some juicy content to talk about on both Halo Halo and my own podcast next week because EK is going to be lit. I'm also shooting a video uh, that I'm I'm going to enter some contest. Uh, I'm going to enter a contest, and um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Uh, I hope I win. <laughs> all right, uh, feel free to message me on the podcast Instagram. All right, thank you CB for messaging me. But uh, next time, if you want more questions, hit me up on Tevez of the Best on IG, and uh, follow me on social media everywhere at it's me JC. And I'll catch you all. Say it with me later. 